Hello, Remote Start Nation, and welcome to Remote Start, the podcast for the individual who wants to start a business, build a lifestyle brand, and do it all while living the lifestyle they desire. Our goal is to help you take that idea, skill, or passion and turn it into a profitable, scalable business that thrives within your community. I'm Jim Doyon, your host, and I am on a mission along with special guests to help you understand yourself, the lifestyle you truly want from your business, and what it takes to start and scale it through systems and creating a sought-after brand. Regardless of the industry or where your small business is at in its growth stage, Remote Start is packed with lessons, stories, and the do's and don'ts of how to get where you want. So my simple question to you, what are you ready to start? If it's in business, branding, or lifestyle, then start it now and join the Remote Start Nation. Without further ado, let's get this show started. What is up, Remote Start Nation? Let's get something started. I'm Jim Doyon. Welcome to another episode of Remote Start, where I bring you stories and strategies on how to start a business, build a brand, and create your desired lifestyle. Today's show is brought to you by our sponsor, Woodward Movement. Every company has a story to tell, and Woodward Movement is on a mission to visually tell that story. So if you're looking to grow your brand through branded merchandise, that could be tees, hats, giveaways, and even premium retail gear for you to sell in store, head over to woodwardmovement.com and set up your free 15-minute consultation. Today, we're going to have a conversation on how to get from where you are now to where you want to be. Career pathing and the importance of making sure your business is found online organically with search engine optimization, also known as SEO. I've brought on a very special guest today to share his journey and to help you remote start nation avoid the mistakes that he learned along the way. This guest is a dear friend of mine, a college friend, and someone I deeply admire and look up to. He went from selling beer to starting a successful business that allows him to generate the money and time freedom needed to live an incredible life with his wife and two kids. John Pace, owner of Vima Internet Marketing, a digital marketing agency based out of Arizona, specializes in creating your foundation of a great website design and then driving the traffic that you need to succeed using search engine optimization as well as pay-per-click PPC advertising. Today, John is going to share with us his career journey. And in listening, I hope you can learn from John and understand that regardless of what you're doing now, if you make the right moves, take calculated risks, and don't quit, then you can live the lifestyle you want. John's also going to be sharing with us, for those of you who have already got a business going, you're driving traffic, things are going good, but you're not getting the amount of business that you want from your website. He's going to share with us the importance of why SEO can help to jumpstart that. How SEO done right can bring you leads that can take your business to another level. John, welcome to the Remote Start Nation. Thanks, Jim. Dude, I am so, so excited to have you here. <laughs> I'm excited. So to I, yes, dude. It's been a while. It's been yes, a while. We've been talking about it. It's, we're here, man. So I want to start this off. I want you to tell everyone, tell the Remote Start Nation something about you that if they were to go to your LinkedIn profile, 
or if they were to meet you in person in five minutes, you probably wouldn't share with them? <laughs> um, well, I was a pretty average to horrible student. Um, <laughs> my mom, I was talking to her recently about it, and um, my brother would get home from parent-teacher conferences. Really, every year this happened um, until he graduated. Like, buddy, keep it up. You're doing awesome. Uh, John, uh, sit down. You know, we need to talk. Um, and it, it was it was hard. Um, later, by my senior year, my parents were like, "All right, we we know this kid's not an idiot." Um, so they took me to Lansing and had me checked out. And turns out I had a pretty severe case of ADD and I was dyslexic. So um, yeah, that, that's something that's obviously not on my LinkedIn profile, but you know, just something <laughs> to overcome and um, you know, kind of use almost as an advantage. Um, and you have like you've taken you know, from where you were and, and, you know, even dyslexia, and I didn't know that, but that's, that's so interesting to share. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. Mm -hmm. You know, you overcome that and, and even a lot of different, you know, jobs that you've had, like leading up to starting your own business. And, right. you know, it really shows that if you put your mind to it, and I know you're a very dedicated person, you're somebody that once you put your mind to something, you're going to accomplish it. And it just shows that if you can do that, you can accomplish anything. So, you know, one question I had for you, John, and it, 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 I'm glad you brought in like when you were a kid and, and shared that with us because, you know, a lot of times people think that being an entrepreneur, starting your own business, like you're just, you know, it's something that happens when you're young, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, tell me when you were younger, like, did you ever think you were going to be your own boss? Did you ever have the idea of starting your own company? Um, well, my grandpa did. Um, and so did my dad. Um, so I knew entrepreneurship um, was in my blood. Um, but it was weird because girl, I grew up in Saginaw, Michigan, which is an old GM town. And um, how do I say this? But it, it's kind of a town of the haves and the have-nots. And um, fortunately, like my parents both worked, so I spent a lot of time at this country club and all the people that I looked up to there, you know, including my dad were, um, you know, doctors, lawyers, um, accountants, you know, white collar professionals. And I was like, man, you know, I'm not doing well in school. Um, you know, what am I going to do? And so I've spent a lot of those years, like, you know, to answer your question, I wasn't really sure what the heck I wanted to do. Um, I thought possibly um, I would open my own business. My dad actually thought I should open a custom closet business, um, but I, I just didn't have that background or really an interest, so I didn't yeah. go for it. But um, it really wasn't until I started, you know, working for other companies, other people that were like. I got to do something. I got to figure this out. So you, 
so you go through high school, mm -hmm. not really sure what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You get into Michigan State. No, I didn't even get into Michigan State. I had to go to community college for three years. Okay. So you go to community college. At that, I mean, at community college, did you kind of know what you wanted to do? Or at that point, were you still having this no, battle? No, but that, like, I knew, like, this is going to sound bad, but I knew I didn't want to be a loser. And I was starting to kind of feel like a loser. And, like, even I remember talking to girls, they'd be like, you know, what class do you have? Like, you know, they, they'd ask me like some inside question about Michigan State. I'd be like, well, actually I don't go there. I, I go to Lansing Community College. Be like, um, and that really kind of propelled me to like, okay, I need to buckle down. I, I gotta, you know, get things figured out. And um, I did eventually. <laughs> We all need that little kick in the butt. And it, it, yeah. it's definitely different from for everybody. Because I was and, never you know, lazy. I, like, yeah, you always worked hard. It's just, um, it's just, you gotta use something to get you motivated. Well, you found your, you found your motivation and, yeah. and you went with it. And so you went to community college for how long? Two years. Two years. And then you transferred into Michigan State. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, at that point, did you think, hey, I was going well, to run my I own started business? To take, well, I started to take marketing and advertising classes, and I really enjoyed them. I, I enjoyed the creativity. I enjoyed my teachers. I enjoyed um, just the creativity. Um, and even before that, like, to your listeners, like, community college, I'll tell you what, I had amazing teachers there. So, like, if you don't have things figured out, um, go there, figure it out. Like, I can't say enough good things, especially about LCC. It was fantastic. And, and Remote Start Nation, that's a, that's a great point that I really want to hit on. And, you know, to John's point, I, I graduated high school, signed up to go to Michigan State late. So I got uh, accepted second semester, but not the mm -hmm. first semester. So I went to a junior college, actually played soccer there, but some of my favorite classes were at the community right. college and, and it helped me, it kind of took the pressure. I got to live with my aunt and uncle. It took the pressure of, you know, not being ready to go to a big school and, mm -hmm. and maybe not knowing what you're going to do with yourself and, you know, kind of going there. And it took that pressure away and just allowed me to kind of focus. Yep. And, you know, that was, that was huge for me. So you don't always have to know, what you're going to do. You don't always have to know your, you know, your trajectory of what you're going to be when you get older. And I know that, you know, for us in the most of our nation that are a little bit older, I'm sure we have very similar stories that we can look back to and relate. So yeah, I'm, I'm feeling you, John, I was there with you. And, you know, I think, um, you know, if, it, if you're not ready to jump into a big school, a junior college is a great place to start. What's one no, thing, John, that, oh, that you, so, so, you know, with Michigan state, you go there, you start taking marketing classes, you start mm -hmm. to really enjoy marketing and business. So, you know, tell us, you graduate, what'd you graduate with? What was your degree? Uh, advertising and marketing. So you ended up going into that. And, and it sounds to me like almost, you know, growing up, you weren't sure what you wanted to do. You looked up to these country club, um, you know, mentors of yours and the business owners and professionals that you saw and, and, you know, really use them as a role model to, to understand what you wanted to do one day. 
but you still weren't focused on school because you didn't know what you wanted to do until you found these marketing and advertising classes right. and decided like, this is me, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and I always knew like- so then, Oh, what were you gonna say? No, so then from, from that point, you know, graduating school, did you still know what kind of job you wanted to get into or like, what were you going? Oh God, no. Um, I knew by that point, I knew what I enjoyed. Um, It's just, and that's the crazy thing too. I I don't know how you were, but when you graduate college and I wish I could go back and just tell myself like, relax, you know, everything's going to be all right. Um, You know, enjoy being young. Um, so I just took, like you said, a, a, my friend John got me um, an interview at this beer distributor called Dan Henry, um, and um, I did okay in the interview. Um, eventually, they hired me, and um, that was my first job out of college. Was I worked in sales uh, or account executive for a beer, like a Miller Lite beer distributor, and. Um, I, I don't know if you remember me driving around in my my white. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. In my khakis. <laughs> I remember that. But it was it was, you know what? I mean, the pay was terrible, but those jobs along the way are so valuable because again, it, it you realize what you don't want to do, who you don't want to be, and. Um, Again, like just, you got to start somewhere, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So what's the one thing, if you look back at it, because you went from beer distributing, beer sales, into a couple other careers, what was the one thing, the day, do you remember a day or a time that like struck you like, this is it, I'm done, I have to start my own business, I have to do this myself, or was it more of a calculated, you know, you, you thought about it, some things happened, or you got it, just an opportunity that was too good to be true. What was it? Well, a couple things. Um, so I was working at ADP um, and I was doing well. I, they were paying me great. Um, and I just was not happy. Um, and I remember um, had like a team meeting and you know it was fine and my boss the next day brought me in and he's like uh so how'd you think that meeting went and I was like man it was was good yeah I enjoyed it um and and we just kept talking and all of a sudden this is a crazy story I was quitting it just kind of like it came out of nowhere um and wow yeah, I do not recommend that. Um, <laughs> but that's the route I took. I, I just, into, like, I'm jumping ahead, but like, I had had a couple clients um, before that for um, a legal marketing company called Fine Law. I had some relationships that I was kind of doing some marketing stuff on the side. Um, so I was making a little money doing that, and I was enjoying it really enjoying it and um so I just quit and it was nuts and I came home and I told my wife and she's like what you gotta be kidding me 
And um, that Monday, man, I, we, I joined up with uh, this guy and we were, we were off and running. So that's, that's great advice. Yeah. I'm going to go so, back to that for a second. Sure. And your story, there's a lot of, of a lot of other stories like that. It, it relates to even mine in, in a, in a way, but you know, a lot of times people don't start something because they're too comfortable. Maybe they're scared and they're, mm -hmm. they're afraid to jump out and start their own thing. Right. So, you know, you didn't just jump, quit one day and like, oh, what I'm going to start, I'm leaving myself open. You, you actually said like, hey, don't, don't recommend even just quitting, like mm -hmm. maybe have more of a plan in place than you did. But what mm -hmm. I can see what that did was that put your back against the wall and there was no going back at that point. Bingo. But leading up to that, you had experience in your field. Mm -hmm. You had taken your career path and you had learned something from the job you had had. And you had learned the marketing to other lawyers, which is mm -hmm. what got you started. And you mm -hmm. had clients that were coming to you for side work and you, were, you knew you loved it. You knew you were good at it. You knew it was what you wanted to do. But it was that one spark, that one thing, a meeting, just happened to be a meeting of all things. Like if you went back right now and said, you know, hey, John, you're going to quit next week. It's going to be because you just it were in a meeting and changed your mind that you didn't want to be there. Like in a million <laughs> years, did you, would you think that would be ha what happened? No. Um, God, no. Because um, my wife was also pregnant at the time. So like just even thinking back to that, it was just, you know, God bless her. She's, you know, stuck by me. Um, and also like after she got over the shock of like, Okay, um, I can't believe you quit your job <laughs> and I'm pregnant. Um, she believed in me, and you need that too, just because it is scary. It's um, it's fun. It's scary. Like that. That's the cool thing about it. Um, there's so much unknown, but you just gotta you gotta go for it. I mean, so that's what I did that support system is huge mm -hmm. and that's something huge. that a lot of people you know before you jump in two feet forward make sure you have those people built up around you and and it sounds like you had two you had your wife who i bet now is so thankful that she was as supportive as she was because now mm -hmm. you have built an empire and secondly it sounds like you i don't know about empire i don't want to but yeah like we have a nice business Something that you can, when I say empire, I mean, you have built something that isn't going away tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's not going away anytime soon. You get to live your life however you want to live it. You are, you are your own boss every day. Something that your family is benefiting from because of the work and, and everything you've done to build it to where it is today. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, and one other partner, or one other thing that you mentioned that I think is so important. And in my case, it was, it helped me to make that jump as well. But having a partner that you can go in with that you can, you know, go to battle with and, and work as a team instead of just going solo on your own. So right. you, you take a step back and you're like, Hey, I'm out of here. You've already in the first day, you've got your wife behind you and you have your, your, your business partner behind you. Now it's time to start running. Yes. So what happened next? Well, that first week I scheduled 16 meetings 
And I mean, you know, like being in sales, like I was hammering the phones and um, I'm good at cold calling um, once I get in my groove. And that's, I don't know how much cold calling you did, but that's always the thing that's worked best for me. Um, and you kind of suck at first, but like once you get in your groove, you know, you, you can just really get it going. And that's what I did. And um, from there, we just slowly started to get clients. And um, that's what we did. I mean, I don't know. So I can't, I, I guess I even, oh, you were like, what's next? Um, so that's why we just started working. And that's what you have to do. Like, that's why I, another reason I did it because I knew I wasn't and I knew you got to have some guts and you can't be lazy because if you're lazy, you're, you're, you're not. Yeah. And that's, and, and I like to like, so a lot of people will focus on, I have to have the right business model. I have to have the, I, you know, I focus a lot and, and help businesses with their brand identity and yeah. making sure that their brand matches their value statement and that they look their best and that, you know, there's all these things, but for a startup, for someone that is going out on their own, a lot of that doesn't matter. You don't need to be perfect. Yeah. You need to go out and like you did, you knew that in order to succeed, you had to get in front of as many people as you could to get them to buy your service. Mm -hmm. And so you picked up the phone and you started calling. You didn't mm -hmm. worry about a fancy website. You didn't worry about your logo. I don't even know you if we just had a the phone. <laughs> I think we were, no, we did. I'm trying to think if we were selling websites without a website. I don't think we were. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it wasn't your key focus. It wasn't something that held you back from making those calls. You did it because you knew you had to get revenue coming in yesterday. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. And, um, it's funny, I was, uh, when you asked me to do this, you know, I was just thinking of kind of our relationship. And um, I'm curious to know if you remember this. I remember when, so we were waiters together for your audience. That's at Walnut Hills Country Club, Lansing, Michigan. That's how we met, Jim and I. And um, I always thought this was really cool, something you did. I remember you waited on this table. I don't remember who. Um, but you didn't like the service you gave them. And I remember you called them that night from the phone. Do you remember that from Walnut Hills? No, no. I, I mean, oh, I remember Walnut Hills. I love Walnut Hills. It's a great part yeah, of my I life. Always thought, I, was like, I was like, damn, that, that, that kid's, he's going to be all right. And uh, is, that what, is that what helped to get your friendship? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I was just like, that's, I mean, that's so important. It's just like, you know, a lot of people get in these jobs that's not going to be your career and they don't take them serious. Um, and I guess they not, I guess I will give some advice, like take every job seriously and learn from it. And that's what you were doing. I thought that was really cool. That's John, that is. I just wanted to make sure I did because I've never told you that. That's awesome. And I thank you for sharing that. And uh, that's really cool because I don't remember that, but that doesn't, I, it doesn't surprise me that I would do something like that. Cause obviously I know that, you know, customer service is so damn important and it's something that, you know, you, you can build a business you know? off about it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and something to your point and remote start nation, I want you to, you know, if you're, 
if you're not already doing this in in your career path and you're looking at starting your own job and you're just like thinking about how much you hate it where you work or whatever it is take what john just said and take it to heart and you know it's something that i personally have also done at every job i've been at i try to take the best from it and i try mm-hmm. to learn and i try to you know my business partner nathan always says like make it make mistakes on our dime right so do that when you work with for someone else like make the mistakes to learn and understand so when you're on your own you know what it takes and it's embedded in you and you, you, it's easier than trying to get out and just recreate yourself do it while you're you're building your career path and and learning along the way so J, uh, john that was great advice dude thank you for sharing that so mm-hmm. i want to switch gears a little bit huh. we've talked a lot about you know, your, your childhood and coming, coming up and school and your career path and how you got started with your marketing. So we've got that. And now you've got, you, you moved from Chicago to Arizona. You Mm -hmm. had, uh, you know, your, your business is going at this point pretty Mm -hmm. good, right? You've got a good, a good steady base. Um, a lot of your clients, you can kind of manage remotely, correct? Yep. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, as long as I have internet connection, I, I can do my job. So it's great. Which has also helped you to, you know, kind of live that life you want to live. And and you've always been in the Midwest, and it's time to make a change. And you know, well, Arizona, that, like it just fits. It fits my personality. Like ADP, for example, um, great company, but. You sit in a cubicle all day, unless you have appointments and, um, you know, that, that open floor plan, which I didn't like, because you just, all you do is hear other people's conversations, which I found really distracting and annoying. Um, but I just knew, like, I couldn't just be stuck in that office. Like, I, I just, yeah. That. So um, that's the beauty, too, is I can just kind of create the environment that works for me, the work schedule that works for me. And just, uh, you know, it's been huge. That's awesome. So for, so for the, the remote start nation that, you know, has already established a business, they've jumped out on their own. They're mm-hmm. listening to this. They're, they have a business and they want to grow it. They want to take it to the next level. What are, What's the one thing right now that you would recommend for any business owner to do to put money into, could be something they're doing or not, but put money into that's going to drive more opportunities for them for business? Wow, that's a tough one, just because, I mean, you have to have somebody on your team that's good at sales. And if, if it's not you, you got to get somebody on your staff that's good at sales. Um, I'm good. Um, I think even our company down the line, if we really, really want to get grow, probably even need somebody better than me. Um, so that, you got to have your messaging tight and you got to have somebody that can sell. So let's talk about search engine optimization. So mm-hmm. for those out there that don't understand you know the basic foundation of seo mm-hmm. get, tell us a little bit about it really it's just 
So we work a lot of with people, um, a lot of lawyers, um, some service industry people. It's really just getting your website showing up for the right search terms in search engines that are going to, you know, grow your business the right way. And what I mean by that is, um, if you're a divorce attorney, you don't want to be getting calls from people that just got a DUI. So it's just getting the right content on your website, the right messaging. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. Um, but really, it's just, like I said, getting your business in front of the right people on the internet. That's really what we do. Lead generation. And so to do that, you sit down with a client, you walk through. I mean, I imagine, so if it's all through their website, I imagine mm -hmm. you probably see some clients have some pretty bad websites. So is that... Like, do you start first and look at their website and make sure that their website's set up to rank high with, because I know a lot of that has to do with, with Google sure. and other search engines, right? Well, like the ideal, ideal client for us is like somebody that's already doing some marketing, like showing up okay. Um, because it, it, just starting from scratch, especially in competitive market areas, it's just such a grind and it's such a, it's going to take a long time that um, I really like somebody that like, even if their website is bad, like they, they're ranking, like something's been established. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we, it's nice to have like, it, what I like to do is go in and, and just really improve upon what they already have. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. But for someone that doesn't have, you know, they don't have that foundation, right? They, mm -hmm. they have something, but it's not ranking at all. It, it isn't doing well. Like, is that where you also, your team also focuses on the pay-per-click because it's the sure. time frame that it's going to take for SEO? Yep. And uh, explain that a little bit. Yeah. It, that's a really good point. And something actually I, I've been dealing with like in the last year, this guy broke off from another firm. Um, and if we wouldn't have done AdWords for him, um, he just, he wouldn't have succeeded. It, 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 yeah. And that's why you have to have somebody Experience is huge in my industry. It's very competitive. There's a lot of people doing it. Um, there's a lot of people doing it poorly. Um, so, so you have to have like real honest conversation with these people. And you can't overpromise. Um, and that's what I'm really good at. It's just coming up with the game plan. Because even SEO wise, like if you are starting out, you can pick a niche within your business and just hit that really. So if someone wanted to, you know, learn more, they they need to get going. They understand, you know, they need more traffic. Mm -hmm. Would you kind of recommend? And I, you know, if you go to your website, it it, I, it shows like you guys don't just focus on SEO for that reason, right? Because mm -hmm. there are so many different pieces, and you, right. for you, it's about creating that honesty that you know SEO might not be right right now. You could get the foundation started, but we're going to focus on a marketing strategy that is, is AdWords related and, you know, whatever it is. And like, if that's, it almost seems like you start with that consultation aspect to look at like what they really need and give them that honest feedback. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have programs that, you know, I can do a, a, a very thorough analysis of where they're at now, you know, so I'm not going in there completely cold. 
but that's something I really enjoy about my job is like the consulting part. Um, so yeah, like that education piece, it's fun for me. Yeah, that's, that's good. To put something together that works, especially if you're charging them a lot of money, you know, like they're gonna leave, like if it's three months and the phone's not ringing, they're gone. Like we don't work really with contracts. We have people sign an agreement um, and we ask them to give us at least 60 to 90 days. Um, because it takes time. It's nothing yeah, it that does. happens overnight. Especially if they don't give us that great of a budget, which, you know, sometimes you have to walk away and just say, there's nothing I can do with that budget. Yeah. You're in just two well, and, and you've grown a great business on, on word of mouth and referrals. And, you know, you've been in this business for how long now? Um, five or six five years maybe I don't know yeah I think five years I'll say five years okay and that's on your own I've been in the industry for like close to 10 um, yeah that's what I knew it was a, a longer than five in five on your own 10 I think I've been 10, out on my own for five yeah so this has been great information John I you know I think if you have a business I think it, it you know Talking to someone like yourself is a great way to start and really looking, getting an honest approach to mm -hmm. what could work best with your site. Uh, so I thank you for sharing that with us and, you know, the remote star nation today. Uh, I've got one more question for you, uh, but before I do, can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah. Uh, Vimamarketing.com. Um, we're on Facebook at Vima Marketing. Um, and actually we're, I don't know when this is going to come up, but we're in the process of redoing our site. So um, yeah, if you get to the site and you don't absolutely love it, keep in mind that there's a new one coming. Sounds good. And, you know, for our listeners, I, I like to, you know, bring as much value as possible. Is there for anybody listening that is kind of thinking to themselves, Man, I need, I need that for my, my website. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent happy. I don't get the traffic that I want. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what can, what kind of value can you give to our listeners that are, is exclusive to Remote Star Nation? I always think the best way to get started um, is thinking about what your customers are asking you on a regular basis and be writing those down and answer those through either like, you know, posting on your social media, post, you know, posting on a blog on your site. Um, posting it on your Google My Business page, but just answer those common questions on the site because that's what they're typing into the search engines. You know, when they're that's in good that, advice. You know, when they're in that research phase. Just like you do with anything. Like you're looking for a new family vehicle, you're going to type, you know, what's the safest car in 2022? And that's what people do when they shop for, you know, they're savvy now. Like that's what they do when they shop for a service. Um, so yeah, start there. Get started. Okay. You know, like so even with a business, like you gotta start somewhere. And when you know it's once you do it, it will snowball and um, um sooner or later, like you, you got something going. That's that's great advice, John. Remote start nation before the call, John and I were talking, and he wanted to make sure that he gave each and every one of you, if you wanted to take the opportunity of a free consultation and an analysis of your current website and SEO audit. 
And I think from listening to this podcast, you understand Jen's, John is very genuine, um, very true. He's not going to bullshit you. So, you know, go to, go to his website. It's also listed. You'll see it on the, the, the show notes. Um, go to his website, go to his Facebook, hit John up, schedule an appointment. And, and even if you're not in his expertise, even if he says it's nothing he could do to help you, I can guarantee you he's going to help you out and, and push you in the right direction. So, um, John, I thank you for that. Uh, one last question, like I said, um, I have been on this absolute music kick lately of listening to music while I work, about you know getting it in the right mindset in the morning. And, and I just had an episode where I asked the remote star nation, you know, how, what do they do every day? Do they listen to music in the morning? Do they, you know, put, listen to certain music to get them in certain moods and looking back, going back to college days. when I met you, I always, you and Sorosi were my go-to for new indie music that came out. And even the, uh, you know, it wasn't too long ago, you sent me a, a link to a Spotify. I said, listen to this. I think you'll enjoy it. And it's gotten me down this rabbit hole of music similar to that artist that yeah. I just have been listening to every day. So with that with, said, uh, I always say the guy's name wrong, but it's what, Emmett Fenn. Yes. Uh, I listen to a ton of that because um, I still like, you know, rock, but I find when I listen to that and I'm working, it's distracting. Um, yeah. So well, yeah. You want to sing along, right? <laughs> yeah absolutely uh so the reason why you don't listen to britney spears <laughs> while you work so tell me getting up playing air guitar yeah. <laughs> so tell um, me when you are working in your office what do you listen to are you listening to music do you like it quiet? To a lot of podcasts. Podcast? yeah but if i really have to get something done um i like it pretty quiet so when you are so quiet when you're focused when you're just doing if i have to write something it's yeah it's quiet, quiet. Mm-hmm. so then when you are listening to music or podcasts and you're doing it to you know get you through your day in other areas where you don't have to sit there and focus and quiet what are you listening to i love i still have serious um i love their chill station i listen to that a lot and then i like i, I like classic rock um and i like um you know, the playlist they make for you on Spotify. I listen to those a lot. Um, I'm all over the map. Um, <laughs> like my brother's like, I was listening to John Cougar Mellencamp two days ago. Nice. I, I think he is, I don't know, I just get a kick out of him and his music. I think it's, I'm going to say, I think it's underrated. So, um, but I really like Emmett. I think it's either Emmett Finn or Emmett Friend. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's it's someone I can listen to when I'm trying to focus or when I'm, you know, just have it in the background as as kind of background noise. So yeah. Um, John, I want to thank you for all the value today. Thank you so much for joining us. I really look forward to having you back in the future. So with that said, thank you very, very much, John. Awesome. Thanks for uh for having me on and uh great seeing you, buddy. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, with that remote start nation. I hope you can put some of this value that John dropped with us today into your life and start something now. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you all for joining me on this journey as I help you to start your business, grow your brand, and create your desired lifestyle. So remember, leave a comment, subscribe, and share this episode with your community who you think could learn from what you've heard today and the other episodes.
Until next time, go start something, start it today, go build the lifestyle you desire by taking action and get it done. Well, Remote Start Nation, we have come to the end of another episode. This episode was brought to you by our sponsor, Woodward Movement, your go-to for brand identity, branded merchandise, and brand delivery. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head on over to remotestartpodcast.com or our social channels to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free resources to help you on your journey. And as always, please don't forget to share the Remote Start Podcast with your friends and colleagues you think would enjoy being part of the Remote Start Nation. Until next time.